You're listening to an episode of the Break the Cycle podcast on the SVTV network. So I was supposed to release this episode uh last month. And right after recording, I realized that I have hit a wall. so to speak there was far too much happening and i felt like i've hit a burnout of my own and that's why this episode is so special for me it's been a little over a year since we all ended up working from our homes and while i do prefer the ability to be able to do more things in my day thanks to the drop in commute time the increasing work demands present a different kind of challenge of course there are several reports of people facing burnout uh, mental health challenges and straight up quitting their jobs to take much needed breaks from their professional life a word many of us have been seeing lately is resilience resilient people resilient economies resilient businesses how do you become resilient at a time which none of us could ever imagine being prepared for and that is a question samir is going to help me with Samir Makwana is a certified business continuity management professional and a coach and has been helping companies and teams become resilient in the face of overwhelming odds today. He's also someone who helped me in my own burnout state uh by constantly checking on me and giving me some very 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 logical and actionable advice which I am eternally grateful for. So thank you Samir. Uh this episode is super actionable go straight to the point so we hope you use the information here for yourself and as always i hope you enjoy the episode and i look forward to your feedback see you around awesome and we're live hi samir hi adar good afternoon to you good afternoon to you too thank you so much for coming my pleasure adar it's my pleasure You're uh, <laughs> you're one of those people who I've who I consider myself lucky whenever this happens. Whenever I have had someone on the show within fifteen minute within a fifteen minute conversation of us speaking, uh, I know it's going to be a good show. And it's going to be like a valuable thing to happen because that fifteen minute conversation between you and I, whatever we spoke about, is is something that we're going to talk about today. Uh, was. insightful to the degree that i i feel i'm going to be extracting a lot out of you today <laughs> so <laughs> i'm about to eat your question i'm about to eat your brain with a lot of questions so let's see how that goes <laughs> i'm ready for it adar i'm ready for it because the whole idea of my coming to this um, very interesting and insightful show was i wanted to be of great value to our listeners i want them to be able to at least take the key messages from our conversation today so whenever i feel that there is something which is helpful and it's a practical tip i'm going to take the liberty of saying it twice i think you should i think uh, it's important to drive that point home because i i will say this to people guys whatever he says tattoo it on your brains because we may need it so <laughs> with that uh samir if you could because i'm sure a lot of people are listening to you for the first time over here could you tell us a little bit about yourself how did you get to this stage where you are uh, uh, a business continuity coach as well as a, you're also a counselor 
uh, in a way. Although I know you don't like using that word, but I, it's a label that I use to simplify. That's all. <laughs> so Adar, um, I work as a business resiliency, uh, you know, expert. And um, in business continuity over these years, I have had the opportunity of helping organizations mm -hmm. become resilient. Right. But I must say where the counseling comes into play, mm -hmm. being a resiliency professional also makes you as an individual somewhere resilient. Mm -hmm. The principles are more or less the same. You help organizations and individuals in that organization become resilient through certain defined methods. Right. If you apply those concepts in your life as well, mm -hmm. you're going to be able to cultivate this resiliency, which is absolutely needed today, Adhar. And for me, I never tell people that you need to be resilient because that allows you to bounce back. Mm -hmm. What I encourage people is that don't only bounce back, bounce forward. Let there be progress when you come back. So okay. That is important for me. All right. I love what you said. Bounce forward. So that's going to bring me to uh, this question. There's a little sidetrack, but I want you to define resiliency, what it means for you. I know that everyone's got this notion of what being resilient is, you know, like being uh, being able to bounce back from things, being able to sustain or endure for a while. But I want to hear it from you because that bounce forward line in and of itself, that description has me very intrigued. So Adar, for me, what is resiliency? Resiliency to me is being able to accept the reality of something. Something has not happened correctly. I have been battered with a crisis. I have had to face a disappointment. I have to accept that something like this has occurred. Just being able to process it correctly mm -hmm. and making a plan to do course correction and moving forward is resiliency to me. From an organization perspective, it is the ability to ensure that critical operations continue with minimum interruption, that is fine. But from an individual perspective, just being able to process that you have had to face disappointment and from here, you need to move forward. That for me is being resilient. Just accept the fact that something has not happened correctly with you mm -hmm. and accept it, process it and move forward. Accept, uh, process, move forward. I love that. <laughs> this is a three-step process, right up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, Samir, given and and you you rightly pointed this out, it's it's very very needed today. How? What are the kinds of uh, what are the kind of issues that you've seen, uh, and, and how? Because all right, so personal experience um, at this point around last year is where I begun. I had begun to feel, I won't say delusional. I started questioning the whole point of the kind of, the kind of work I do, the kind of lifestyle I lead, everything. Like I was taking stock of my life and I think I dug that hole a little too deep. 
so by october i had reached that stage where i was where i wasn't really sure how how to bounce back let alone forward because i was just trying to kind of keep my head afloat the entire time where and i couldn't really lay my hand on why that why something like that happened but i did have to accept the fact and it was a difficult accept, it was a difficult thing to accept for a person like me uh because i'm i've been known to be the guy who just says i don't know how to give up on something um but i do want to ask you because you obviously interact with a lot of individuals who come to you with similar uh, similar and not same uh, uh similar challenges similar issues unique circumstances absolutely um what is the common thread you've noticed when it comes to our current day to day uh lifestyles or just this situation that we're dealing with where is where where we've forgotten the fact that we do need to kind of like resiliency is not just kind of we we get stuck in the acceptance bit we don't move ahead in it so where do you think that break happens so adav i'm going to just dissect what you said you said that you reached a phase where you were processing and taking stock of your current life mm-hmm. but you dug a little more deeper so there are two aspects that i'm going to focus on and exactly these are the two aspects right taking a stock of our life at any point in time is reflection and that is a good thing you went a bit more deeper you said you dug yourself more deeper you wanted to penetrate more deep into you know the taking stock of your situation and where you are i won't really comment i won't label i won't judge you for that but this quest in the world that we are living today the and the non stop pace at which we are moving the world today is dealing with pandemic and it's changing incessantly absolutely now at that yeah at that pace other you and i we're also always busy we're also you know running at 100 miles per hour and we want to achieve the pinnacle of whatever we do but one important message remember that you can only do something the best you can not absolutely. the best not the best that it has to be done so you're going to only be able to do the best you can versus the best that it can be done mm-hmm. so just try to do your best and learn to disabuse yourself of the notion that we have to be really preoccupied and busy all the time to succeed in life mm-hmm. we need to disabuse ourselves of this notion that uh when we are always busy when we are going to be running at 100 miles per hour we are going to succeed you are going to get exhausted and exhaustion is not a true companion of success so if you're exhausted you're not with a true companion of success so my suggestion is that we must reflect it's a very good thing you've done but this quest for perfection should not let you flatten into submission where you don't know how to move forward right. so exo- you will be exhausted you are not going to be able to succeed 
because exhaustion is not a true companion of success you need to reflect but that reflection should end and it should translate into concrete action understood you've brought up exhaustion i need to talk to you about something which is chronic at least today burnout because i'm pretty sure you've you've had to speak to a lot of people about this considering that you've brought that up right like exhaustion is not the companion of success agree we're experiencing a time where most of us have are either chronically exhausted or just chronically burnt out and i say that i say most primarily because of the mental toll that we're kind of going through but there's also this line that everyone has to toe especially now given everything there's there's a, there's an economic fallout there's uh, there's a there's loss of life there's destruction in that sense how have you had to kind of toe that line with organizations and individuals because of course the needs are different there are organizations that organizations run with people but the people also need to help run the organization where does that balance come in how have you had to kind of bring those two together and kind of eliminate the burnout feeling that everyone has right ada so basically you know burnout is not simply tiredness hmm. it is beyond the ordinary stresses of everyday life absolutely it is characterized by chronic exhaustion and a very strong undying feeling of frustration and you know being absolutely without power so that is what i call burnout you know you withdraw emotionally you lose motivation and you'll become less productive but there are you know we need to also be cognizant of the fact that burnout today can also be self inflicted it's very seldom we Ooh. talk about it it can be self inflicted because you have your aspirations yeah tell me more you have yeah you have career aspirations you want to make a uh, you know greater income but you have to battle with this pandemic and lockdowns and then you have your own health physical health which can be impacted the health of loved ones perhaps in this pandemic caregiving is also become so important mm-hmm. so all the time we are getting overcommitted and this constant drive to complete all our tasks at the end of the day kind of puts us on the road to burnout so i am going to give you some really practical tips that will help you and all the listeners if you are feeling that you are in this uh, you know chronic exhaustion state and you're having an undying feeling of helplessness frustration a losing interest in things first we must learn to prioritize Mm-hmm. so other it's it's okay to live with incomplete tasks on our to do list at the end of the day it's okay to live with incompletions because if you have this self imposed uh, stress you know you are going to always be running at 100 miles per hour mm-hmm. so you need to make adjustments in your life and prioritize what you want to do it's okay as i said to live with incompletion you don't have to complete everything at the end of your day if you have important commitments that's where you need to prioritize do them at the beginning of the day 
second important thing other and these are this is going to have a lot of r's in it okay the second important thing the alphabet r is going to be repeated a lot lot of times so you will probably be able to remember it easily remove time to rest and reset because it is required to rebound remove time to rest and reset because it is required to rebound mm -hmm. so you have to really don't you don't have to manage your time other you and i and many people today we all just need to manage our energy mm -hmm. if you Agreed. remove your time yeah it's and it is this is not an original idea it's not me who's saying it you have so much of uh, you know ancient wisdom so many intellectuals who've spoken on this just just manage your energy and you'll right. be able to manage your time so one tip to manage energy is to have this time during the day couple of times in the day many times in the day if the need be just sit back reset relax for a few minutes get yourself together and those minutes when you are going to reset they should be really untouched by any of the pressures and the stresses of your routine mm -hmm. it is going to do miracle it's going to sharpen your intellect it's going to heal you and it is going to lead you to mental and physical well-being mm -hmm. and it is a sure successful tip to ensure that you don't burn out prioritize remove time to reset and most importantly practice what you are going to do reset right. is not going to happen immediately you will have to practice it if you don't do it if you are one of those people where you know this idea of uh, success has been linked to being busy if that kind of concept has invaded your mind then your life will be besieged with complexity anxiety and disorder Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I don't get hustle culture. I really don't get hustle culture because of this very reason. Yeah, that's why no hustle culture. Re remember, you need to remove time to reset and rest because it is required to rebound. Otherwise, hmm. you're going to completely collapse one day. Right. So that's what I would tell people to deal with burnout. Just manage your energy. Take frequent breaks in the middle. Prioritize important tasks. and it is absolutely okay to live with some incompletions at the end of the day you know why because you are going to be alive tomorrow it will surely happen you will get the opportunity to complete your tasks <laughs> agree samir i want to know how you got here i want to know how you because you've spoken so passionately about resiliency about burnout about exhaustion about all of these things that we're dealing with i want to hear about you I want to hear how you got to this point where you're able to help so many people with this. Yeah, other a lot of it has to be attributed to the profession I am in. Mm -hmm. Being a business resiliency professional, organizations have entrusted me the responsibility of helping them to cope with a crisis. Mm -hmm. How can I myself not take care of my own resiliency? so that was a prime driver for me if i have to give adhar certain tips for his organization to continue without interruption when they are faced with a crisis how much important it is for me as an individual to be you know alive and active and show up recharged to adhar the next day 
and tell him what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. If I tell you, Adar, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And if I tell you, Adar, you need to sleep. And if I tell you, Adar, you need to do this, this, this for your organization. And imagine if I show up completely out of the bed, looking like I have not slept. What an impression you are going to have about me. He is right. telling me about resiliency, and he himself is not resilient. So I didn't want that to affect me professionally. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I said that I'm going to take resiliency in my personal life. I'm right. going to learn to manage my energy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help others learn how to deal with burnout. And I'm going to tell people it's okay to live with incompletions at the end of the day. You will get mm-hmm. another day to complete your other tasks. Only prioritize. What is your priority? Do that and make sure you remove time to rest and rebound because it is required. Right. Now, because you mentioned this, <clears throat> uh, we've been talking about organizations and individuals. I can already see someone kind of. I, I can already picture someone asking the question. But wait, when you talk about incompletions. my organization wants me to stick to deadlines my client wants me to stick to deadlines and i'm sorry i'm being animated because i i have gone through this from time to time and those deadlines have been at times uh, it's been a situation for some of these people where they would uh, they, where they would be told that listen dude you're packed up okay but there's you know we need we still need more business so you're going to have to work on a pitch maybe work over the weekend or maybe work after Uh, after work hours and at some point i think one of the thing that the things that plagues a lot of individuals or uh, employees when they when it comes to uh, to corporations is what do i do how do i tell them that i can't do this because uh, they don't seem to get it we are working we've said it but no one seems to understand and what ends up happening is you you lose out on trying to understand from the management's perspective or the organization's perspective and the organization ends up forgetting completely throwing away the rule book on the uh, on the self care practices at times as well uh, and what that leads to is mass attrition it's led to uh, you know it's led to obviously people just quitting without a without a backup plan on where to go and just taking like a sabbatical for like 3 months and resting so to speak i'm not saying that this is a uh this is a very generalized case but generally speaking if you look at if you look at most of the conversations i've seen on linkedin very recently even uh even talks of particular industries or industry specific issues where uh certain organizations are uh, where there are claims from employees that certain conversations you know they they care more about deadlines and they care more about clients than they care about us i don't think that's entirely true but how do you bring that balance between these two opposing sort of uh schools of thought because of course one person is struggling quite literally as is the organization but the organization still needs this person to work beyond a certain measure in order to survive but this person can't give anymore so when we say something like you know be okay with incompletions how do we bring that into balance for both sides you've asked a very pertinent question and i think it's going to be uh, very important that i you know say it correctly so we have to be okay with incompletions mm-hmm. but we also have to learn to prioritize right and other you know when you have to stick to a deadline 
you have to stick to a deadline of course so that is incontrovertible i am not even contesting that that you have a deadline you don't meet it you have to meet it otherwise you're not going to be a good professional you won't be employable mm -hmm. but i am saying you need to prioritize and remember that a little bit of stress when you have to meet a deadline is not entirely bad at all a little of bit course. of stress yeah. is good so if you're experiencing a little bit of stress now and then it's absolutely normal but i'm saying when you learn to prioritize when you are completing your tasks on time and when you are okay with incompletions of the non critical tasks that's where you've learned to strike the balance so a little bit of stress if you have to meet a deadline today it's fine what i'm saying will lead to burnout is cumulative stress stress collected from every other day but if you prioritize every day if you take few minutes to reset and you know pause every day you won't be having cumulative stress in fact then you will be having good stress so to speak that will allow you to deliver even before timelines on certain projects because you won't have exhausted you won't have you know you will not get exhausted you will have adequate energy because you've learned to manage your energy instead of your time and you're okay to live with incompletions of non critical tasks at the end of the day so if you learn to do all these three things compartmentalize them correctly i have a deadline i have to work hard i have to complete this deadline so i can't really be on my phone and partying late night because tomorrow morning i have an important commitment to you know deliver a presentation mm -hmm. so you'll be prioritizing my party over my presentation okay. so when you learn to prioritize you're avoiding cumulative stress mm -hmm. and that is what is making you complete your tasks on time mm -hmm. you'll be doing it very well because you're not exhausted obviously you will mm -hmm. succeed and finally you will be okay to live with certain non critical tasks which are okay to be left incomplete at the end of the day so i'm saying to all professionals if you have a deadline you must meet it you must take a little bit of stress now and then it's good for you avoid cumulative stress by resetting and also remember to manage your energy well if you have 10 projects and you have 10 social commitments see which one you have to really give importance to you won't able to do all just prioritize if you have a project it requires to be delivered on monday learn to say no to something on a sunday evening um to circle back and all of these valid, very valid points very pertinent points but to circle back to the question again um there's prioritization there's also a situation with our dealing with right now which is everyone's locked at home so there is no social commitment per se there is household chores there's excessive screen time which we all know now that is exceptionally draining right it, 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 apart from the uh, and just from the managing energy front this much that we're dealing with presently is is counterproductive to pretty much all your health outcomes so could you share some strategies tips actions five ways whatever however you want to put it to deal with a situation like that because some people may be living alone some people may be managing their entire household alone and that is a priority for them at that point because who wants to live in a pigsty right there will be there will be issues in the 
in the machinery or something that needs to get done, but you also have your client constantly calling you up or your boss is constantly calling you up or something or the other happening. This is not to say that you don't have organizations that are very, very supportive and understanding. I happen to be from one. But I do hear stories of a lot of professionals either discounting that or really or, or encountering something completely different. So what are the ways that we could, for lack of a better word, coming back to the present and seeing things for what they are, managing those expectations in a way that, you know, you get the rest that you need because of course sleep is not the only rest you need. It may, you may not get restorative sleep because of the amount that you spent exhausting yourself. Um, uh, and, and just kind of get to that stage where it's, it's more harmonious. I think the word I was looking for was, was, was harmonious because you're right. You do need certain stressors in life. You stress is important. Otherwise, you're not going to be challenged. You're not going to do, you're not going to reach your potential. Uh, I do. So that is primarily my question. How do you bring things into harmony? How do you incorporate rest through the day? Apart from sleep, because restorative sleep may not be possible for a number of reasons. People have bad diets. People don't move enough, etc., etc., etc. Right. Adar, you know, you and I have um, only 24 hours in a day. Nobody yeah. is going to get 25 or 26 hours in a day. We're yeah. going to have to live with 24 hours. And earlier, you know, our 24 hours were split into three segments. Eight hours of work, eight hours of rest, and eight hours of doing whatever else you want to do. Right. That's how yeah. the 24-hour concept came into play. But as you rightly said, today, we don't have to go anywhere outside. We have to live in the you know, confinements of our home. We have to take care of all our daily activities. We have to take care of our personal as well as professional commitments. We have to take care of household chores. We have additional pressure of caregiving. All of this is absolutely normal today. This is as what they call the new normal. It's fine. But have you, let me introduce you to this concept which many of us have forgotten. You know, when we didn't have this telephone and this smartphone and we didn't have gadgets at our disposal, we used to literally do planning using a planner. Many of us, if you ask our parents and grandparents, we used to have this old diaries in which they would mark their commitments exactly. They would put pen to paper. They would put all their appointments on a calendar. And they would strictly manage commitments basis their daily diary, what mm -hmm. is dictated in the diary. So if I, uh, you know, tell you other get back to that phase where you have a proper calendar that plans your day from the time you wake up, from the time you get yourself exercise, from the time you get time to cook your meals, from the time you get to take your client calls back to back, all of that. And then you'll have your household chores and you'll have your caregiving responsibilities and so on. But even in those areas, your household chores as well as your caregiving areas, you don't have to do everything every day. Right. You're going to have to put something on a Monday, another thing on a Tuesday, another thing on a Wednesday, and another thing on a Thursday, and then something on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
when you learn to spread the task out and you break one big task into milestones that is when you feel accomplished if you put something on your calendar to be accomplished in terms of your personal household chore on monday and it's a milestone one is on monday milestone two is on tuesday and its activity is completed on wednesday imagine if you break those tasks into milestones you will feel so empowered and accomplished on wednesday so i'm saying don't do that one big task on monday and exhaust yourself otherwise you will be having no steam to do your back to back client calls on tuesday so you will have to do monday tuesday and wednesday so when you go to bed on monday you are going to bed with an incomplete task but milestone one accomplished right. remember that so that's what i tell i'm telling people to do all your listeners have a planner and break your tasks into milestones so you'll be okay at the end of the day to live with an incomplete task but you'll have achieved milestone one because remember you have work commitments having a job in this pandemic is a very a good blessing thing actually yeah. a blessing so have your professional commitments very well lined up also plan your professional day very well mm-hmm. and also plan your personal day very well so you break all your bigger tasks into smaller achievable tasks so that when you sleep on day 1 you've accomplished couple of milestones and then next day you'll have accomplished your milestone 2 and then milestone 3 so you have 7 days a week just put a structure to your week with a planner go back mm-hmm. to pen and paper and uh, try it out and let me know how it has worked or not worked for you and then we will move on the next level of suggestions excellent i actually made a hack with this and i uh, i haven't actually mentioned this to a lot of people but i think it's a good time what i started to do was so a lot of these um are just journals they capture whatever my day has been morning evening however i feel but what i also started to do because my because the phone was always in with, with me and i can't carry this 1 2 3 4 5 6 6 this pile of six registers and diaries with me what i started to do was i started to make time blocks on google calendar because all those productivity apps and everything that people start talking about right now in the digital age i just couldn't get with it they were either too randomly complicated or they didn't fulfill my purpose and i was like okay if you have a phone just open google calendar set your tabs up say this is for an hour this is for 2 hours and this is for 3 hours i i even went to the extent of saying okay this is the time i'm going to wake up this is what i'm going to do when i wake up this is the time i'm having lunch and for so much so long this is the time i'm going to sleep and <clears throat> everything else in between and that really kind of started to make things a little more streamlined overall what the notebooks helped me do was just make sure that i categorize things with and uh, i don't know where i found this it was just a four quadrant with urgent not urgent immediate uh, important not important so i think that's one thing that i i don't know if that's something that we could kind of uh, use as well but it was just a way that i decided i could throw it around all right yeah, that's a very good suggestion adar very good suggestion and uh, most often than not you know uh, one must resist the urge if you use an app like that it's a, if it's working for you good mm-hmm. but resist the urge to go on then to you know 
what you say the so called social media apps that kind of uh, you know exhaust all your time so resist that urge if you go to the planner stick to that yeah. uh, google planner otherwise if you cannot resist the urge then go with your diary learn to absolutely absolutely and as i said you know take take break your tasks personal tasks and professional tasks into smaller milestones you right. will feel very accomplished you will feel accomplished and this is a skill other prioritizing as i as i said is a skill and it has to be cultivated and once you learn to prioritize don't give up because every skill has a short shelf life if the subscription is not renewed so like prioritizing is a skill we need to keep on working at it otherwise it will not work for us every skill whether you want to be resilient whether you want to uh, plan your day well whether you want to learn to prioritize whether you want to learn to be okay to live with incomplete tasks these are all mm -hmm. skills to have right. you have to work at them otherwise they won't work for you right say that line again that's a quote to live by <laughs> <laughs> so i think uh, i'll just say it you know these are all skills to have and you have to work on those skills otherwise they won't work for you right. and every skill has a short shelf life if the subscription is not renewed so right. please if you've learned a skill continue practicing that uh -huh. practice makes per perfect practice makes perfect i need to say that yeah. that comes from my and other, you know whenever whenever things don't work whenever things don't work don't let that disappointments define you use the disappointments to refine you right so if you are disappointed because a certain uh, you know activity didn't get completed as you planned it's okay don't let that disappointment define you it mm -hmm. should refine you what didn't work for you now you need to make sure that that becomes your area of improvement and then right. moves on to your strength so mm -hmm. that's what i tell people all this planning all this working hard and uh, you know living with our priorities managing our schedules if something doesn't work in the day don't be disappointed right don't let it define you it should just refine you use it as a platform to know what went wrong and then learn from that that's what what i'm telling you is not an original idea you know it's time tested wisdom absolutely i completely but agree. we need to live by it have to follow the rules <laughs> all right at the risk of being repetitious and this is going to be my second last question could you recap in sequence preferably sequentially the steps one needs to follow to at least to just get started i'm not even going to say get become resilient but just get started and eventually if they can become resilient with just those steps that would be really helpful right so other first i would recommend everybody to just define what resiliency means for them mm -hmm. for me it means to bounce back but also bounce forward so right. define what it means for you you don't need to start big you need to start small but you need to make a start right so first step is define and make a start mm -hmm. second is accept and process something has right. not worked for you accept that process it and then move on mm -hmm. and the third one i think it's very very important uh prioritize and be okay to live with certain incompletions right that's very important mm -hmm. prioritize plan and it's okay to live with incompletions and the last one and the fourth one which is like has a lot of hours in it you know remove time to rest and reset 
because it's required to rebound. So remove right. time to reset. Just to right. keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, the final one. I think everyone should be able to you know get this right. Don't let your disappointments define you. Let them refine you. Awesome, guys! Five steps to live by and bounce forward. So, thank you, Samir. My last question to you: Where can these people reach out to you? So, other people can reach out to me on LinkedIn. You mm-hmm. know, uh, Samir Makwana. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I work as a business continuity uh, professional with a consulting organization, Controlled Risk. Mm-hmm. So, people can reach out to me. and i'm happy to help them with whatever queries they have be professionally or in their personal life the objective right. is to create a community where people become resilient both as individuals and as an organization excellent so linkedin it is i think Definitely. that's the best i think that's the best place for for conversations such as these i don't think uh, like everything else is, does not have room for a lot of nuance true yeah Awesome. Thank you so much Samir. This has been wonderful. This is probably one of the most actionable uh, episodes we've had where everything was just like sure, five steps, this is what you do. Don't yeah, deviate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if it works for you, let me know. If it doesn't work for you, let me know that as well. Absolutely. Because yeah. uh, you know that we uh, since we are doing uh, we are in this profession There are so many ideas and so many practical suggestions I have. What I gave you are just the are some of the tips that works for most. But if it doesn't work for you, reach out to me. And just one more important thing: whenever you need help, please don't hesitate to ask. That's what Thank I you. want to tell all your listeners. Whoever needs help, do not hesitate to ask. Thank you for saying that. I think so many people need to hear that right now. But yeah, this has been wonderful, Samir. It's been a lovely Thank conversation. You, it's been a lovely time having you here. Thank you so much Thank for this. Thank you, Adar. My pleasure. My pleasure.